Hey everyone, before this episode gets started, uh, as some of you may know, Danny and I recently returned from a trip across North America, doing a lot of escape rooms and meeting a lot of people in the escape room industry and just also having fun doing trains across Canada. It was spectacular. Uh, just as a note, if you wanted to hear our sort of recap of our trip, we've just released that on our Patreon but not just for patrons. So regardless of whether you're signed up, you should be able to head over now to uh, patreon.com slash escape this podcast. And the most recent post, if you're listening to this when it came out, uh, should be us talking through our trip. Uh, and that's available to anyone. You don't have to be subscribed to the Patreon. You don't have to be donating. Uh, but that's just where we put it. So it's not on the main feed. So if you want to give that a listen, please go and give that a listen. But otherwise, check out this brilliant discussion that we had with Jim about his episode right now. Thanks. Bye. Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast that was really fun i'm i i think i'm gonna have some like ptsd style nightmares where i've got to improvise a lot oh my god uh, uh thanks for coming on and and writing that for us i, I think that went pretty well uh thank you for having me remember at the start when i said i wasn't sure if lap was for me that's because <laughs> i panicked well i'm glad we could test it out in a safe space I felt um, good when I solved puzzles. <laughs> I was just also really scared. I thought you both did really well. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was. Look, in terms of everyone who comes on with a new room sort of brings their own style to it, which is great. And this one definitely had a lot more, hey, do some improv style to it. Uh, for a lot of those things which were not like a trick, they were just like, a segment to get through yeah. and have some fun Which radio for it. Which I totally wasn't expecting. And, yeah, <laughs> and it gave me hard when you're thinking, when you're trying to improv, but in your head you're going, now what's, is there any clues? Exactly. Were there any clues like, it, took, it took me a very long time to get into the ghost story because I was just saying, okay, say something vague so I can keep what we just said <laughs> in my head and can still have enough space left to think about the next bit. It's a riddle. If a Karawong builds a building but doesn't have any wood... I was making notes! Um, so that was one of the things that I was sort of uh, anxious about coming into recording this, is that mm. there's sort of two tracks to this mm. room. There's physically escaping a room and there's bluffing your way through a podcast. Very mm. much um, so. And was, I wanted the, oh. the bluffing to be sort of a diversion from the uh, escaping but it's just i couldn't find a neat way of letting you know in game that the stuff <laughs> yeah. that's in the podcast I'm, has nothing to do I'm with jason sorry that i'm not better at that sort of thing i will accept no apologies you did one jason just gets on the mic but just like uh now guys um i've just got a note here that says this isn't a puzzle that doesn't make much sense to me but um <laughs> It's yeah. It's just not a. I don't know why. There you go. Jen says it's not a puzzle. See, that's interesting because I <laughs> like. I think of it as a puzzle that needs to be got through, but it's being solved with a, a certain set of like performance based skills, definitely, rather than through like language or. Yeah, because yeah, I legitimately feel like because I was so stressed and not getting to the point where, no, this is just the improv game. Have fun. That like getting to that stage where I went, oh, that's what this is. <laughs> it, that was almost like solving a puzzle in itself. Just one that I happen to be very bad at. <laughs> 
Uh, it was really fun. I like that aspect of it was 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 really nice. Did you have when it came to like when the sections got or the segments got triggered as to when Jason's like now we got to record? Were they set up at like? Did you have that set up as certain like when they do this puzzle or like the next section will trigger or was it just you felt like it was a good time to put them in? A little bit of both. Um, so I have in my notes, I have uh, th- trigger this segment when they've worked out the name of the show, for instance, Fair the enough. first one. You can't do the first segment until you've no. worked out the name of the mm-hmm. show. Um, but for the other ones, it's sort of once they once the players have made some progress, they have probably like worked out the paper on the music stand but not read it yet or something mm. like that. Um, so I, there's a lot of flex mm. in this room in terms of what's possible. Um, and also like there's not one way to solve everything. Mm. Um, there's uh, a, a bit of warp built into Fair um, what's possible. So uh, there, I, it was a combination of I knew that there are certain points where I, I didn't want you to have like solved the um, combination riddle before you were doing the ad reads, for instance. Like mm. I wanted to space out the solutions to things, mm. but it was also I didn't want you to feel like you were just banging your heads against the wall <laughs> of trying to solve a puzzle for ages. And so I could divert you by yeah, met, sort of Jason knocking on the glass or uh, telling yeah. you something. Oh, that's cool. Um, I like so so we got. The- so there were there were a couple like set puzzle puzzles. Like this one was nice finding the code mm. in the names of the episode titles. Yeah. For, so so for... that one was a, a special gift for the both of you. It's if you look <laughs> at the structure of it, it's four seemingly unrelated things that have a <laughs> hidden connection. Mm. Um, so this is very much a puzzle in the style of an only connect uh, question, uh, <laughs> and just for the both of you. And as we know, Danny will be hosting the next. We're going to McElroy this. Danny will be the next host of Only Connect in Australia. Uh, and the first host. Uh, that's very cool. I like that. Mm. Um, and you're right. That is that is you're the structure right. of an only connect clip. Four oh. random, co- and then you have to be like, what's the connection? Oh, they're all they all contain buttons on a keyboard. <laughs> Which buttons? Uh, the alphabet ones. <laughs> 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 that has an I in and an N and S. They're all on a keyboard. Uncanny. Um, <laughs> in fact, that's true for all of these. <laughs> I've solved only connect. That's going to be a question in like season 128. <laughs> But this really blatantly showed me, based on the puzzles that I was getting utterly stuck on and the ones that I was okay at, it really made it very starkly clear to me how visual a learner I am and how auditory processing things is apparently not where I get my cues from. And we already knew that this was a bit of a difference from us, like you're really good at memorising music and things from hearing it and I can read something and remember it 20 years later. You're such but, a clown. <laughs> but yeah, this made it really clear that even in terms of puzzles or just, you know, listening to the words that people say is a weakness of mine. So that's really interesting because one of the things that I was trying to do in designing this room was to some extent, like, you like lean into the podcast medium mm-hmm. and think about things that are like audio puzzles in a way. Yeah. Um, You'd but think I that didn't... by now I'd have done that as well. <laughs> So I was, but I was thinking about sort of the medium of the show as it was going out, but I wasn't thinking about the physical medium of the three of us being sat around a table <laughs> and that you needing to be able to see something to be able to 
I didn't think it would be such an obstacle for me either. And <laughs> there, Bill was just getting the puzzles before they'd even finished being read, and me just sitting there staring helplessly. <laughs> um, I didn't uh, do so. I missed the Mailchimp one. We go back and do, so we had the the, the, the puzzles, the, the the riddles, the riddles for our, to get the for sponsors. Our ad rig, right? So there yes. was there was uh, Squire Spice. <laughs> Um, which 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 worked out well, because um, we had space page for so long. <laughs> you said page, and I trusted you. Well, page is a night's attendant, and also, <laughs> like because it was the first one, we had I hadn't like sort of pegged into the oh these are going to be existent real. real sponsors rather than there isn't solution. And space page could be a website. You could go to space page. True. <laughs> that's a that sounds like a website. It's got mm-hmm. page in it. Um, so that one was that one was fine. Like someone that was was really nice. And then so that pegged the okay, these are gonna be brands. So I'm looking for, you know, Blue Apron and Casper Mattresses mm-hmm. and Stamps.com and you know, all of those sorts of things. Um uh, so so Audible was an easier get. But that was one you like line by line that poem didn't need a solution. It was just like a you kind of hear it and go, Oh, okay, well, that's like see, Audible. That's what I mean. Even then, apparently you could do the sound processing of that one mm. in your head. Whereas when you were trying to hint it out to me, it was because you made me say it. Yeah, and that was how I got it. I couldn't have, I don't know. I wasn't hearing it in my own head. <laughs> Need to listen to more Hey Riddle Riddle <sighs> and learn how to listen to riddles. Um, but then the last one, so the last one I'm assuming that was what, the, was it the first letter of each word yep. in the haiku spelled out MailChimp? So it was one that you had written down and I was like, Obviously, we don't need to write these things down because they're, you can just do them. And then you did need to write that's that one down. That's why I was so happy. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's why I was so happy that they seemed like they were getting shorter each time. I was going, oh, finally, I can actually write all the words. And and you needed to. Like that one, you, you, you had to do it. So that was really cool that it was the same. It was like one puzzle and it was three different ways to get to that. Like the first one was very much a... They were all different styles of cryptic crossword clues. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I wanted to do Mm. in designing this room was I was playing to my strengths, more or less. So you'll notice that there aren't any, like, number puzzles Ah. in this and there aren't any uh, Morse code puzzles in this one. (laughs) It's... Because uh, I would design them very badly, and I would be like, "Oh, I've created this ingenious number puzzle." And you're like, "Yeah, so the number is 18. How did they do that? <sighs> Ten plus eight. <laughs> this will take him ten minutes. Okay, I'll get my phone out and sit. Um, but no, like, so that was really fun, right? Uh, because it, like that, that that multiple puzzles within the one puzzle is really fun, um, and they, yeah, they would various cryptic crossword clues which was which was very cool and then we had the only connect one which was great and again um, like I, we love cryptic crosswords and mm. we it's not like a one-sided thing but when both of us are sitting there with the clues written in front of us we can yeah. both just say oh yep got that one got that one but if apparently i can't do it otherwise i'm not <laughs> actually good at cryptic crosswords i'm good at reading cryptic crosswords <laughs> so what you're saying is we shouldn't have a new podcast where we just read out cryptic crossword <laughs> Cryptic crossword I've been clues. against that from the beginning and you oh, keep pushing it. It'll be good audio. Bill keeps pushing to do a bonus episode that is just us doing a cryptic crossword a together. Bonus episode. And I and think that you, that would be impossible to follow. Do you talk about it as you do it? No. We Great. don't we don't there's no audio. We just <laughs> You just, just hear someone scratching just, of pens. It's pen scratching in. Ah. Mm, yeah. I mean <laughs> I suppose. I, that, don't love that one. Yeah. 
So the word the isn't being used. It's just there. Like, they've just used it to pad out the sentence. That's bad, right? You know, you've got to use it. Oh, no. It's not good. Of course, I wasn't going to get it. They didn't use the. Uh, so that'd be great audio. I'm just saying. Mm. Um, uh, so that, that was really fun. Was there any other, like, major puzzle moment? I'm sure there was... Because we've done this... There was this puzzle, there's that puzzle. Uh, the security one wasn't... A, we got that given to us. Um... Well, no, the thing that I cannot believe that we missed mm-hmm. was having now a picture of some people oh, yeah. and linking it back to a photo. That is classic Escape This Podcast. Again, I'm sorry to keep beating the same drum. because you didn't draw it. It was literally the only thing in the room I didn't draw. <laughs> and so I forgot about its existence. So one of the things with uh, that particular puzzle of working out the name of the show is... Um, so we have these two tracks of, of a physical escape room and then we have recording a podcast. And I wanted the opening section to be as escape roomy mm. as possible because <laughs> I figured that would be your comfort zone. Like if I had thrown the two no. of you into the, like coming up with the links, the section at the end, like if yeah. that was the beginning, uh, you would have been oh, like yeah. on the back I would have had no time. idea what was happening. I would have been even more scared than I was. And so the, the segments sort of increase in how much like role play yeah, you need to which do is nice. over there. Yeah, the first one is tell me the solution to that puzzle that you've already solved. Yeah. And the next one is like, just go for it. Yeah. Like it builds up. That's it, it's good. Like it, it's a nice transition from. I wish I'd picked up on it sooner. <laughs> well, the other You're thing is, you're gonna be listening to the edit. I'm gonna be such a moron for not getting into the role play part. Do better. some cool role play now. I'll edit in. <laughs> your character is uh, Danny, uh, who hosts a podcast. No, your character uh, is a ghost in in a town. Uh, you're an industrialist ghost, and go. Yeah, I'm. I was actually kind of building into the self-loathing aspect, you know, how sometimes when these communities get together, it creates that sort of thing. That's why I was so anti-ghost on the uh, on the podcast. Mm, of course. <laughs> um, and when I was talking about the uh, there being, like, different solutions things, so there's actually three ways to work out the um, identity of the hosts. Oh. Um, so you can come... Hold on, can we, can, we, can we try and guess them? So what we did was we found pictures mm-hmm. and we then said, oh, well, now we know what these people look like. We went over to the photo, yeah, and we li- linked mm-hmm. the face to the name. Yeah, there was gum. There was gum on the person, mm-hmm. so we could have worked out from then what show they were on, and then yeah. worked out who their co-host oh. was by looking at the show, yeah. and then linking it back oh, to the I person. I wish I'd thought of that. Oh, what is the, I feel that, like okay, a dummy. That, well, okay, let's let's what let's work out what the third way could have been. What's an, what was anything else that linked us to a name? And some people. This one was a, a little unfair, but I put it there just in case. Uh, oh. the, the, we the... look at the photo for two people who look like us <laughs> because we know that we look a little bit like the host. So we find the two people in the photo that look the most like us and we track them down. Uh, on your microphones, they have a little uh, foam cover oh, on we them. Taken it if off. you take that off. Um, oh, it's a searching failure. <laughs> um, well, yes and no. Because you, you asked, is there anything written on the microphone? Mm, that would have been... Um, yeah, we removed all I, the other soundproofing and, and when you stuff at it, throughout the there room. Was no, you could have pulled that off. <laughs> we should have pulled it off. Um, yeah, we, so removed, that, that, we removed all the other sound stuff, but didn't remove the stuff from the microphone. That's cool. <sighs> so this this is sort of generally speaks to something that I encountered while designing this room, um, or at least writing up the design of the room. And I now appreciate the work that you do week in week out, Danny, <laughs> so much more. Um, is in writing a description for something, I would say, "Oh, I have made that so obvious that oh, uh, that they're like they're going to hear the description and go like, oh, well, I can just take the foam cover off, um, and then it's immediately there.' So like, okay, well, 
uh, I'll just mention that there's a foam cover. And if they say they're in writing, no, there isn't. They have to tell me that they want to take the foam mm, cover off. Yeah. Um, and so I was trying to like discuss, like I would like I phrased it so I said something like that the microphone had a cover slipped on top of it rather than just saying yeah. it had foam cover to like imply that yeah, it's it not permanently yeah. there. But then I was trying to like fudge how sort of specific I'd made that by saying, by talking about like, yeah, and that's there to um, mute your plosives and sibilants and things. Yeah. So like trying to find a... Yeah, you, a, you, it's find, not like there is a removable cover on the yes, microphone. exactly. I'm, I'm trying to that's right. sort of <laughs> comment on the object in sort of yeah. like a world building way. Absolutely. Rather than... And you yeah. fooled me. I was world built. Well, it, it's not that I fooled you because I think that's that's unsatisfying yeah, to me. Yeah, I get you. If I say, if like there's a solution there, like you didn't find it, to, I win. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> You're in a room, there's some stuff, deal with it. Yeah. To be I honest, I, it. I played myself in this one, I'm pretty sure, because I felt like I was deliberately going around and doing the searches that I believed would end up irrelevant or unsatisfying so if we got a no in response to things yeah i could yeah i didn't push it any further because i was expecting a lot of no's um but it's good like we've talked about this before on the show that that is the form of searching that exists for this yeah for this medium exactly is is find the little bits they like find those hints that people have dropped into Mm. the into the sentences in the like matching a shape to a shape or how did you fight the temptation because for me if i had three puzzles i couldn't lead them to the same thing and be alternate ways because i'd feel too bad about the ones that didn't get used yeah set them up to go somewhere else um yeah because i I really feel stupid for not doing the gum thing i want (laughs) to do the gum thing as well this is like one of the things that i believe generally about designing any interactive thing is that uh you should play the game the way that the person wants to play it. Mm. Um, so if, so like for instance, with art heist, uh, the show that we did where people were breaking into uh, an art gallery that has a range of tones. Like we would have people come in and be sort of giggly and like they were having a fun night out and we could like make it really cartoony and uh, like Looney Tunes sort of like heist. Or there were pe- like, we literally had like uh, uh, ex military people coming in and doing like running this as a training exercise. Oh and my like, God. They had hand signals and all these sorts of things. And from there it was like, okay, game on. This is a serious, like we're going to catch you as best we can. Um, where if we'd given the giggly one, the, the Looney Tunes one to those like to those yeah. people, they you failed. You failed. Get out of my room. They wouldn't have found that satisfying. And if we'd done the like serious straight one, so we built the flex in that how we observed them playing it, we could move it to meet them. That's mm. lovely. So, I really appreciate that because that is one of the big things about immersive theater and those sorts of experiences that makes me nervous that it's going to have a sort of tone that intimidates me in some yeah, way. Totally. So if I could go in and feel comfortable that I can be a happy, giggly person and that it will reflect that, that would make me so much happier <laughs> and more relaxed. And so if we hadn't done this uh, podcast, This Escape, um, you wouldn't know what you didn't... No. What mm. you oh. missed. Um, and... I'm going to tempt fate here, but there are other (laughs) things throughout the room um, that could be used in different ways. Um, But it's more important to me that you find one of them and have a good time working Mm. with that one Mm. rather than having to solve everything. Uh, What a GM thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, that was was really cool. Oh, no, what else did we do that we could have done differently, Danny? 
Oh, I'm going to be thinking about it well, for a I'll, very I'll long time. I'll just tell you to put your so that no, you no, don't hint, end up. Hint us what we could have done differently. Uh, so some of it. Uh, <laughs> so, so sort of going back to searching. That was the other thing. Is um, uh, so one of the major things that can shift is that you can either call security and get security to come. Mm. You can call security and say anything to them really mm. um there's not like a specific reason that you need for them to come up so you could claim that there was someone in the building who had been uh, uh, scaring you or um, you could say like uh, i've got a birthday card for you come and get it you could uh-huh. say like anything you want it's like coming up with a reason to get security to come mm. up there i really need to practice these sorts of things more so i can be better at this <laughs> um, wow and and, and but also um, in the introduction, I like in sort of a text were the way that I think about searching in for the podcast when I was writing this. I don't know how much this relates to your experience, Danny. Is that I think about it in terms of like camera angles, about like if I want to like if I'm sort of panning across a desk or something, then to highlight something that people can play with. I'm like zooming in on it a little Ooh. bit or like framing it a certain way so that they see it in a specific light so that it clocks the idea for them that they need to mm. use that aspect of it. Um, so like originally I said that the um, red pen on the paper was um, thoroughly crossing out the thing. And if I said that, then you might've gone, oh, well, there's no way that we can see the text underneath it. But if I said sort of hasty scribbles, um, then that suggests that you can use it a certain way. Right. Similarly, in the introduction, I originally said uh, in a playtest that uh, just Jason beeps his ID card against the thing. Um, but then I rewrote it so that Jason has an ID card on a retractable cord attached to his yeah. belt. So if you you nearly went down this route, like if you take all the soundproofing uh, off the room or you like take the foam covers off your mouth like if you like damage the sound quality of the room then jason will come in to fix it because he needs to he needs to record the audio pull better. A casey cyberspace yeah you can, can pull a casey it. cyberspace and you can steal his id card mm. and i did have that, that when it out. was when when it was mentioned i had that thought of like you know knowing like saying he had the card on his belt i was like oh maybe that's what we'll need to get in the end yeah. and then by the time we got to security i was just like well just let us out please yeah so we didn't sort of need that in the end um yeah. Although, I mean, what is the, what is if if that was our goal straight away, what was to stop us from sort of just, or was there nothing like if we just pulled everything off right at the start, and he'd come in to be like, oh, I'm going to fix that up, and we'd just go and yoink, beep, get out of here. We wouldn't have gotten the experience. Is it a that ten minute room? Yeah. So that's that's something that I talked about with my friend Georgia in the playtest, um, which I think are available for the Patreon. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jim has recorded. Uh, the playtest that he's done, or at least one oh, playtest that he's so done. Oh, that's so lovely. Thank uh, so you. So for patrons, you get a playtest this week, he which you weren't tell expecting. He doesn't anything. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so there is a playtest uh, which you can go and listen to uh, pretty much right now, the same time this has come out if you're a patron. Um, but please tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, not to give away too much patron hashtag content, um, <laughs> uh, my friend Georgia pointed out, like, there's nothing stopping you from escaping right away mm. um, except that if you did that then you're robbing yourself of the experience mm. so it's sort of understood by a social Both contract. out of character and in character. Yeah. Um, so that's, in the introduction I say like maybe this could be your big break if you do the whole thing and I also rewrote the introduction so it says before I used to, before in the playtest introduction it said um, you need to record an episode of this podcast and you need to escape um, but I rewrote it to say like uh, you're going to need to escape. But before you do that, you need to record an episode of this mm. podcast, which is sort of stating the goal of uh, 
you need to record the yeah. podcast. That and look, and, our... and to be honest, if that had happened, that you had um, uh, come in, like that's sort of a hole in the design of the room at the moment. Mm. Um, it would have been sort of fudging my way around. Uh, Jason comes in, does it very quickly, and moves out, like <laughs> using my n- narrator powers. Yeah, right. The power that you have in this game it. to always be like, no. Nah. Yeah, you know, can we can we get it off his belt? Do we can we? No, you can't. You fail. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. And, and there's, there's sort of a, a, a mirrored experience that in the the podcast sections they start very small scale um, mm. in terms of how much flex there is. Um, but similarly in the escape room things, so right at the escape room side of it, like right at the beginning, it's very linear. Like this physical object leads to this physical object, mm. and at the end, it's wide open that you call security and anything could happen. Like mm. you bring Jason in, what do you do? Um, so I like the those two journeys match for me. Mm. Wow. In a way. I suppose the only it, like there's a there's a there's a not a, like a fix there's a, there's a solution to the get out too early issue if you want to go like crazy with the setting because you can always just have Jen being Jen just like oh like when there's a recording, we want to be really safe that no one ruins what the recordings. We don't have much time, so we just lock the whole building down until the recording's done, right? Like no one, no one in, no one out. Even with your passes, you cannot get out of the building until the recording's finished for security and safety. People have been coming in and recording secret messages and adding them. So now we just record the whole thing. The building's on lockdown, and when it's done, when he's pushed the final thing and he's and he's sent it out to me, then the then the building unlocks. Bloody jam! Oh, it's a fire safety hazard, but it's fine. You know. Like it's a bit absurd, but at least it like it, you could you could set up this like you have to do A before B is available. So yeah. you can get your ID card, get out of the door, go into the corridor, yeah. and there. then be like, but then it's lockdown because the recording still needs to go on. Jason yeah, like, so I, I was watching. I was leaning on like I was assuming that the that we I, the charm of yeah. the experience was <laughs> worthwhile enough that you wanted to stay, hmm. um, or that like you would want to get through all exactly. The yeah, and right, at yeah, the very least, a... for a podcast experience, you can rely on that pretty safely. <laughs> yeah. If you were like going to take this room and pass it from group to group to group and let other people GM with it and things like that. It might be more of a risk that yeah. some of those anyway, groups would end wanted. up doing that in five minutes. I don't know the kind of people that people play with. Maybe they have the, one of those groups yeah. where there's like, oh, I ruin it and then I leave because I'm cool. And I just open the door. <laughs> oh, I just open the door and go. I'm Casey. <laughs> I, hate, I hate escape rooms. I've become more Australian. <laughs> But I'm still at well, I'm Billy Technology. I hate escape rooms. Yeah, escape rooms suck. Um, uh, yeah, right. So maybe those people you need to trap them in more. Um, yeah. But it's cool. I've got to say that with all of the guest GMs that we've had come on and things, this discussion right now is the one that. Well, first of all, it's exposing my deficiencies quite a lot. <laughs> and it's probably exposing mine as well. <laughs> but no, I'm coming off great. <laughs> this, this is clearly like you're coming from this from the most different perspective and coming from this side of things that, I don't know, where you've come from is where all of my weaknesses are. So you have come into this and created a room that... Well, it hits all my weak points. So it's really amazing to listen to the process and how you've approached this. Well, the interesting thing was, so this actually goes back to when I first started listening to Escape This Podcast, is I just heard the title and I was like, whoa, (laughs) the podcast 
is the escape room? How does that? <laughs> so like I assume that the person listening to it, that you, you'd found a way for the person listening mm. to it to be solving it like it was a sort of like mm. a text adventure or Which, a multi-user dungeon or something like that. That's kind of like that one, that, that other podcast that exists. Yeah, I always forget the name oh my of the God. thing. It, it's linked in the show notes below, but they have one where it's they like they release each episode as a whole long, long playlist of random episode right. together. So like you, you listen to a five second file and you try if you find a code in it you go to the code the, the number that has that code is the title yeah. and you can try and solve it and get things wrong and do that so, mm. so they've got a they've got that interactive more like a like a choose your own adventure right where yeah. you go from file to file to file to file uh which is cool i can and never again, escape I, audio no escape frequency i well i really I want to frequency. say how mortified i am that i am blanking on the name because that's really rude um, what you can do well, is we're suggesting it to people. What we can do is look it up and then in post to just record a line like, "Oh, I remember the name of the podcast." Oh, yeah, Bill. I can look it up right now. I think it was Escape Room Frequency. I think you're right. Frequency does sound right, but I just oh yeah, I feel terrible because I still haven't listened to it, even though it's been so long since it came out. How to determine the attempt to escape frequency for characterizing trap? That's not. That's about spectroscopy. <laughs> That's a real niche podcast. <laughs> 3D escape room frequency. That's a hard title to remember. That's the title. 3D escape room frequency is what it's called. Okay. By the Owl Field. Okay. There you okay. go. Cool. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to like think about how I might be able to capture that idea in designing a room. Mm. Um, I quickly realized that was not possible unless I wanted to restructure your whole show. Um, <laughs> so I thought about, okay, well, what if the two of them are like actually conceptually inside a podcast? And it's like you are in the introduction of a podcast mm. and you need to find a way to get to the main thing. And then like, <laughs> well, we have to find a segue. Like, oh, segue sounds like segue the motorized <laughs> chariot. Uh, like, this could have been and a very then, different room. Yeah. Oh, I was like, you jumped into chariot. Would you search for a word for a segue? It's like a motorized chariot, which is fair. I, I, uh, <laughs> this is completely unrelated. I once uh, attended the job interview to lead segue tours at Olympic Park in Sydney uh, and I did not get it. Because um, so you the, kept calling them chariots. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the chariot all throughout Olympic Park. But I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's the lingo. Soon, puppy. Um, like the Olympics of ancient Greece, I will take my chariot through Olympic Park. I just had a flashback to like Big Brother 2005 or 2006 or something, oh. and there was like an event that was like uh, inverted commas Olympics, where people were riding segways as if they were chariots. Oh, this does not surprise me. Is this back when they had the Friday night games? Yeah, 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 the Friday night games. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, oh, wow. anyway, so I, I was like toying with that idea, and I was like, okay, well, maybe it's more like they're in a room that where a podcast is being recorded and mm. they need to. And so from there was a sort of process of essentially working out the premise took me about two months of on and off thinking of like yeah. exactly how, do, how is this, you are escaping a podcast and not mm. escaping a recording studio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fair enough. And that's where all of the sort of segments came in. And there were originally other segments, like there was a guest on the show and you needed to work Ooh. out their identity. Um, Aww, just and- like that old game show. What's uh, my line? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and, but I couldn't quite get that one to work, Fair so enough. that got cut. Um, just a person making really a bleak, just like, well, as my mother always used to say in Kansas where I was born. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Is I couldn't work out, like, are you talking to them and, like, uh, figuring out who they are as you interview them? Or, like, do they go to the bathroom and they left behind their yeah. bag that has, like, clues about who they are? Things like that. Is there some sort of, like, roster or schedule of who's on each day? Um, yeah, so th- there was a pro- process of, like, what are some... What are elements of a podcast that can be turned into a puzzle? What are elements of a recording studio that can be turned into puzzles? Nice. Those were the two things that I was processing. I also as love I was making it. that now we've had meta meta rooms on both sides where we've had an episode set in an escape room and an episode <laughs> set in a podcast. You are more than welcome. Is- now we need someone to come on and run us a D&D campaign where you have to escape the D&D campaign. <laughs> That sounds like the most doable of all three. Why haven't we done that yet? Let's do it right now. Huh. Let's, uh, just, no. let's just impro right nope. now. <laughs> I will ho- I'm going to make a note of that, though. That's like I, <laughs> I'm already getting ideas for it. That may show up this year. It yeah. may be episode seven, and then this is going to be weird. <laughs> it's going back in time <laughs> and releasing it. Um, oh, yeah, look, it was it was really cool, and it was, it was a different way of of coming at it, like like structurally and thematically. It was it was nice to right? like, have something different. Thank you. Um, uh, which was which was really cool, right? Uh, and it did have a bit of that starting off and being like, "This is fan fiction," and then it get got to, and now you need to escape this podcast. Like, oh, it really is fan fiction. The introduction started with that line and then worked backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, talk about fan fiction. We got another message. I, I think I told you before mm-hmm. about Ragamuffin Jones being oh, a fun character. Yep. I don't know what people's obsession is with Ragamuffin Jones. <laughs> So where was the Ragamuffin Jones in this episode? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not, I am not a true I am fan. glad, right? Like for a second, right? You know, when characters started appearing and it was like it had that, you know, tongue in cheek thing of this is some fan fiction of your show. I was so worried it's going to be full of references that I don't remember <laughs> to my own to the own show. Just like you know, and then, then we completely gloss over because we're like, I don't remember that. He gets Twitter <laughs> messages like that sometimes, and I have to tell him what they mean. Oh yeah, we we do that sometimes. People like people love them. Right? So but, you, your whole life has become solving puzzles about the about things the that you things have made. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but Which again, is, they are written down. Um, so but it's true, I'm right? fine. It's, with it's one them. of those things that happens with a, with the podcast that we get new listeners coming in and they're listening through season one and then they're like tweeting at us about it they're just like but like obliquely they're making yeah. references to stuff and i was like i don't remember i'm so sorry yeah and so in, in two years no you're idea. gonna get i can't believe you were so offensive about ghosts what i don't ghosts um and it'll be really bad because that point ghost marriage will be legal <laughs> and we'll have anger on our face um but yeah so so oh yeah i was very i was a little bit worried there was going to be references to things that i'd forgotten uh because i just forget everything um I remember every now we do this so often where we go, where we're trying to think of stuff that's happened in the podcast, and we just open up our own like RSS feed on a mm. podcast and like, what did we do in season one? Scroll back through, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, you know, do you remember we did a courtroom that froze in time? I don't. So you're saying that I've really I could this. have just stolen one of your room designs, you and you probably know. wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> Halfway through, wait a minute. Did you say Ragaletto? I'm... <laughs> That's, we remember him. Um, uh, the only other thing I will say about the room design that uh, we missed is I put in an Easter egg. Um, uh, it was Jimmy Regular. That was that was, <laughs> it was de- sitting under the table the whole time. It was designed for you not to get it. Um, oh no! What was it? So uh, I know that you don't like looking behind things on the wall, and when I was you s- going to look behind like the photos, and I went, 
he, I he already picked up well, the other damaging. So it's not be if there. you look behind the staff photo, um, then you enter a portal to another dimension <laughs> where you encounter the mystical lair of the podcatcher who has a series of arcane puzzles for you to solve before you can escape and return back to the recording studio where Narnia like no time has passed and then you continue on with the rest of the room. <laughs> Why is this like that brutal moose thing? Was it brutal moose? Probably. Or was it someone else? No, who did the weird game that was just like collecting yes, yes, it bottles was in, it or was in, something? In Soda Drinker Pro, yeah. there's an entire second game in just a random inside board a painting in, or something, and it's bigger than what? the normal game, and it just goes on forever. So that was just built around uh, the podcast. This escape discussions during Culloden's, where we heard that <laughs> you don't no like there the being back. something on the back of the portrait. So that was there. <laughs> knowing that there was like a one in a hundred chance that you might look at it. I almost did. I, I had it in my head. I thought, oh, I no. thought of it for a brief second as well. And then, yep, I if didn't. You hadn't put, if, if you hadn't put something on the door, then I would have looked behind the photos. Yeah. Right. Like, He's not following yeah, the rules. Yeah, you just did the door <laughs> one instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. oh, that was really fun. Uh, does anything that you, in, like, did you get super, I mean, we talked about getting stuck on the audio puzzles. Anything that you got really well, Danny, when you were playing? I felt that you kind were super of, I, cool I mean, I, I felt happy with the cellophane. The cellophane red cellophane was good. made I was me happy. I'm very proud of that, that you got that so quickly. And take a look. I actually drew the red in my pictures. <laughs> it's the one bit of color on my page. And I'm sure it helped me. I'm sure it did. So in the playtests that I've ran, run for this, uh, n- people needed a lot of poking mm-hmm. to get the um, red recording light um, uh uh, being something that decodes that. And originally it was like you needed to like wait till you were recording and then hold the page up yeah, to the light. Yeah, one did And then I was like, like wait, that, there's an easier way to do this. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, and so I made it like more and more obvious each time and I was just a little worried like, have I made it too obvious now? Um, anyway. No, I'm just that good. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. That was good. You got that very cool. I was not going to, it was going to take me a while. Yeah, yeah, I was so happy that you did get it uh. though. Um, Good, I'm happy now. It uh, makes, makes all the rest worse. So the thing that uh, actually concerned me the most um, when we mm-hmm. were doing it is the having a physical list of all the podcasts in the thing. Mm. That was something that I added uh, this evening before I... Oh, it was really? the last thing I did before uh-huh. I drove out was coming up with these names and printing them out. Um, and I did that because... Like previously, I just said, "There's a magazine article. There's a profile that has." We were going to always listed. ask for that list. Yeah, exactly. you, were, you would have had to do it on the spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, like having them all as a list, uh, you spent time thinking about, like, oh, there's a, is there a reason it's this one or not that one? When mm. really it was True. a database that you needed to put the right search terms into, mm. in a way. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Much. Um, yeah, so I will have to think about how I can rework the room so that I that doesn't don't, happen again. I mean, I don't think it necessarily needed. The one thing about it that caught me in those regards was that at least one of the other ones does mention that it's two people. Yeah. And so that made me just get enough of a, oh, man, there are some subtle clues in here that I need to it rule does, some yeah. out. Yeah, it does feel like it's going to be sort thing. of a logic puzzle style sort of, yeah. wait, no, now if there's guests, we don't have any guests in the studio, so it can't yeah. be a guest-based one, or we do have technology, which is what we were doing on the in the recording, right? We had, yeah. We're trying to connect it to stuff in the room and, and solve, and solve mm. it. Um, and and I yet was... the actual solution was not exactly hard. So it's not yeah. like I go, oh, no, the real solution was so much more ob- obtuse, obtuse <laughs> than 
what we were thinking mm. at first. It's just yeah, it's just that it wasn't it wasn't a puzzle. It was uh, yeah. it was a list that we could come back to, mm. right? And it is hard, right? Because you give it to someone and you go, here's a list of things. Yeah. It feels and like then, a puzzle. Which is what I did with the very next piece of paper was, was here's a list of say. things. This is a and puzzle. the second mm. one. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, is, it is tough, right? And it's, it, it's, it's, it's hard to, because to, it wouldn't feel as good being like, we find out what podcast are on. Is that a podcast, right? Like, yeah. Or you start recording you know, and then Jason goes, that's not the name of this podcast. Stop, mm. stop messing around. Yeah. So like you want to go back and, and, and you want to be able to be like, oh, Australian Gothic. I saw that before. Great. Yeah. We, now we know which one it is. So it is good to have. It's just hard to, to make sure people aren't trying to solve yeah. it. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if they're going really fast, you just let them try and solve it for a while and they yeah. fail. And then you're like, okay, you spent 10 minutes on that. There's nothing there. But I, but I also couldn't say like, <laughs> no, you're, yeah. you're attacking this the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. If it's it were getting one. towards the end of the... the second hour. Of, yeah, then you would have started to yeah. get irritated enough that you just start saying, no, it's nothing <laughs> like that. Sometimes the play tests end up a bit like that, I feel. Once we're at the very end, if the last puzzle is stumping you, <sighs> then I just say, no, 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 not that either. Come on. Idiots. <laughs> um, but it was early, so it was okay. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was really fun. Um, it's, it's always nice to do these when they are... I mean, they all do. They all feel different. I think the ones that have felt the most like yours were, were Dave's. I think Dave's two rooms. Yeah. Just about the way he goes about puzzle mm. design. I think his is, has been the most similar to your feeling, which is funny because he did them before you yeah, told everybody how true. you do them. Um, so before you gave people a roadmap to design them, he designed them in, a very, in yeah. the most similar way, which is very funny. But now that we're getting old and crusty and stale, everyone's <laughs> coming up with their own methods. All these young steppers. All these bloody Casey <laughs> cyberspaces. Escape this podcast, Generation 2. <laughs> um. But it's like it is true, right? Because 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 what do we have? We had, I mean, so far, right? You know, Dave, Dave was very similar. Dave then too. Lee Fei came Lee on and did something different. really different. It's a dreamscape sort of place to place, and almost like these individual tiny mm. like vignettes of puzzles that then just disappear and go to the next thing, mm. right? Like which was really cool and and different feeling. Um, and then we've had the ones from this season. Who, do, Danny? Who did we start with? Okay, oh, we had the pointless, pointless. room, which was similar. I mean, that was similar, but much more from a like they the lead designing the puzzles were coming from a very different place like that he Definitely. was coming from a puzzle you could feel the puzzle hunt in exactly those puzzles, right like they were very much built around that puzzle hunt feeling and he mm-hmm. talked about that in the in the, yeah. the post show he was like he, he came from puzzle hunting and he, and he clued things within descriptions in a way a puzzle hunt does yep, that was a puzzly puzzle um, so that that felt different because of that and it was too puzzly for us sometimes based on some <laughs> of the terminology um and then we had uh the weisses yes which was also similar in terms of like the there's lots of these things in this room, so it wasn't too dissimilar from the way you designed these. Um, I lo- like the way that we're talking about. Um, you wouldn't have heard this one; it's not out yet as the time we're recording this. They also had an NPC as mm. an obstacle, right? We were talking early That's on. There was true. a moment we were talking like, "Oh, why is the NPC such an obstacle?" Because Jason's coming in and out. In theirs, they had a person we kind of wanted to avoid. We didn't want them let, to let them see uh, see that we were doing yeah. anything. So there's all this like you're around here where they can't see you. Oh, now let's do this, 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 or like. Mm. You get over here, but they're just sitting on the, at their desk. So, oh, maybe we can do this to distract them. So there was this like presence in the mm. room. True. It was the first time we'd done a room with an actor in it in that in the way that it would feel like, where you've got a person there doing a role, and their role is like 
restricting where we can do puzzles and how we and can their do existence was a puzzle in itself yeah yeah they were a puzzle. Well, that was a cool aspect that we haven't really done in a room well that's what i really like about having a a, a human in the room who mm. has some sort of like judgment capacity of their own <laughs> have you done escape rooms that have npcs in them or uh i haven't solved one i have just <laughs> directed <laughs> one because oh. <laughs> to me what makes it so interesting is that it broadens out the scope of what's possible mm. um laura e hall who's a escape room and theater designer um she talks about like in those sort of situations that uh the mechanic is your body or your body is the mechanic mm. um that and anything you can do with your body suddenly is potentially a way of getting through it. Um, so, like, if you want to sort of make up lies and connect with the person on a human level, you can do that. It's not like there's a specific button on them that you need to press to get the right thing out of it. Um, and so you can create, like, you direct the performer on how to solve problems and, like, how to prioritise different things that might happen. Um, but it also like opens up the scope to sort of anything could happen yeah. um, and makes things more playful um, in a way. Yeah, man. Uh, Just double checking. Yes, Laura E. Hall does follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that just requires such a mind malleability that... it, it, it's really oh. um sort of just paying attention to what your player is doing um and thinking about going back to like how are we going to give them the best time so for instance one time when we were running art heist someone uh came up to me i was playing security guard and they had pointed their fingers into like a gun shape and they're like you just tack them to the ground you were choking this guy sorry but but no i was like oh okay uh like put my hands up and uh like please please just whatever you want um and then they sort of picked up the paper that they needed off the desk and started to walk out and was able to like put my hands into a point and say like wait 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 you forgot your gun take it with you and then yeah we had something similar to this um i feel when we were doing uh the prison escape in, after up the game, so which again, which is, I was you know, much too intimidated by to do very well yeah, at. Right, and I think I had the same issue, right? Where you don't. It was our first sort of experience with this. Like you know, it was they take two hundred people and they put them all in a big old Dutch prison, and then you have yeah. to get out. And there's you know dozens and dozens of different ways out through these little storylines that are playing mm. out throughout the prison. But it does. It requires so much more agency as a player that you, you don't just kind of think about it till you find the answer yeah. and then put the answer in and get out, right? You just have to go up to a person and just be like, hey, yeah, hey, God, what are you going to do? Put me put me in the shoe? And then, you know, you do all this. And like, you know. <laughs> what? Sorry, can you just, the let me just go back a second? I've been watching oh, Orange right, is the New okay. Black. Oh, okay. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, it sort of changes things from being a, a, a branching path Mm. Uh, thing where you you have a binary choice between doing this or doing this and if you do this it has this consequence to uh it's more of a sandbox or just yeah, a, you a, just a, you gotta play with it uh, yeah. this is my problem i started with goosebumps choose your own adventure story <laughs> this is my whole basis <laughs> it doesn't matter how ridiculous the choices are you have two choices and that's it can we get yeah. rl on the show mr stein <laughs> um and we come full circle back to wanting Jack Black again. <laughs> um, Neil Patrick Harris, me, R.L. Stein. It's a natural like <laughs> curve. Um, but but there's, there is that aspect to it that often with, with escape rooms and with puzzles in general, there's that feeling of certainty in your solution because you've solved yeah. it, you have a solution in your hands and you get to be like, 
this is my solution. I'm going to that's go take it and put it in what, the right place. That's clearly and, the sort of background that I'm coming from. And those, and those Again, type of interactions. Specific endings with trivia, mm, that sort of thing. Yeah, I like the, my correct person person interactions are harder, right? Because you have mm. this like, it's a it's a bit of a dance. You, you don't just go up to them and say the code word and they let you through. You have to be like, oh, hey, uh, something's going on over there. And like you, you, you're, you're throwing things at the wall much more than you are arriving with your solution. And it's, so it's much more nerve wracking. Yeah, it's a, a much very harder good point. thing. That's a good Come way of putting it. I remember we were talking with Manda, um, Manda Whitney from from uh, uh, Room Escape Divas, um, who was also doing this Prism Escape with us, and her talking about uh, w- one of her interactions where she went up with a document to a guard to prove I can't remember what she was proving that someone else wasn't working or someone else was, and she was kind of like, you know, oh no, she needed to get a document from. She said, "Give mm. me this document," and, and the guard went, "Nah, well, I'm not going to give you that." And she just asked yeah. like two or three more times, getting more obstinate until the guy would fine, take it. Right? And then oh. the concept of like, I want to do this thing. No, that's not the solution. You know what? No, it is the solution. Give me that. And they go, yeah. fine, here you go. Is so the the polar opposite there, right? And like imagine if you had to go up to a, a lock with a four-digit code and you put in 0451, it goes, it doesn't work. And you then you do it harder with your finger and yeah. then it does open, right? Mm. Like it's such a it's a different mindset and it's a different it's a different game. It's a completely different thing. Just in a similar space, Definitely. so it's harder to. I need to, I need to keep myself to more open to knowing that that is a possibility, and that's a very valid but it's also way of doing that, things. That we should be more okay with in terms of this being like we talk about this is escape rooms, but it's also tabletop role yeah. playing, yeah. and it's very common You'd in tabletop think. role playing to go up to the to the shopkeeper and be like, "Hey, shopkeeper, I want a discount on that sword," and he goes, "Nah, I ain't giving you no discount on that sword. I gotta make a living here." And then you go, "Hey, shopkeeper." I want your strongest potions. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled a 16 too, this time. You have to. You're too weak for my potions. My potions could kill a horse. So it's interesting, like, yeah, I don't, like, for me, just getting, asking for something from a character and getting no back, um, that's not a satisfying mm. uh, interaction. No. Um, so in, in sorry to keep talking about this, this is, it's just the most pertinent yeah, example, yeah. but with Art Heist, if someone asked for something and it would like give them too much too soon. Like if they just said, give us the painting and let us out. Yeah. Like, obviously we can't do that. Cause again, like you're robbing yourself of the experience of it. Um, we, we phrased it as a yes, but hmm. um, so for instance, someone once said to the guards, um, I just got word. You're all fired. Um, I've been speaking to the manager. You're all fired. Or like, this is the manager here. You're all fired. Um, to, for the guys to go out, no, you're, you're not the manager. No, yeah, you're not. It's, it's, like this is like that sort of breaks the reality of the mm-hmm. game, yeah. Um, or it robs the player of their agency. Sure. But what we said is like what the guard said was, well, that may be so, but we're union stuff. Yeah. You need to give us two <laughs> weeks' notice, so we're going to finish this shift. Thank you very much. Um, so it accepts the reality of what they've mm. said, but then gives a reason why. Yeah, which it is can't nice. Have the consequence, and, that and it, it gives wants. people the the the. The like allowance to keep trying stuff, yeah, because you're not just like, nah, that's wrong, yeah, you've, you've done bad, you're a bad player. <laughs> you just go, haha, too bad, didn't work, I got gotcha. you, yeah. I dodged it, didn't work this time. <laughs> I'm over here, uh, god, I'm in very much in a referencing mood today, and I had to stop mm. myself from doing the oh, you're going to stop yourself. <laughs> I was gonna do from, from the I'm little and Italian, you can't catch me, which is too obscure and weird to say, um, but uh. Yeah, like it, it, it's 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 interesting, right? And and you and you get a little bit of that with just this format as well, right? Because yeah. a person can't like you know, in a real escape room, you jiggle a thing and it doesn't quite open, and then you're like, Oh, maybe I can yeah. jiggle a bit more. 
Um, but in this, it's does it open if I jiggle it? And you know, you get to say yes, no, and like you use the different levels of of because you're setting what reality is. Sometimes it's not as much of a letdown to just be like, no, that's not true. You know, yeah. can I? Is there something behind it? Like it's stuck to the wall. No, right. Yeah. And you can you can pull a stop it without it feeling because that, that's them discovering, right? That's them learning. Okay, that's what the situation is. Now I know. So it's you have more space, I think, in this in this format to just say no. But mm. you need but to. Yeah, think, but the yeah. way you say no, like, opens it. If you're just like, cause I think this was your your issue early on is mm. when you didn't want to say no, you would often leave the door too open. They'd be like, yeah. "Can I can I jiggle this off the wall?" And you'd be like, uh, "Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah." You jiggle it, and then it's not firmly attached. And now they're like, "Oh, I'm solving it. I'm solving the puzzle." But yeah. it's what it needed to be a no. It doesn't jiggle, right? Because you're learning here. So like, but it's still a concern, right? How you address someone's wild ideas will like change the way they go about their next idea right they go, oh, it's I'm almost like I, i'm too concerned and i just want to say you have made a valid suggestion but no yeah, yeah. well it's for, Good for work. me no this is maybe getting like too conceptual about the way we think about communication but in a in, in a physical escape room if you pull a lock and it doesn't open like you don't consciously think about like Ah, this room has denied me the opportunity, <laughs> yeah, of, right? Because that's just the reality of life. Yeah, You're that's just figuring it out tangibly. Oh, that doesn't work. Whereas, for the host to say no, uh, that's a, a direct like it, it yeah. feels like a comment. On yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, right? what you're doing because yeah. yeah. If a door doesn't open, I'm so open, glad that behind the scenes there door. is so much that like, you have so much awareness of <laughs> this. Um, I feel like I'm. I feel like this entire episode has been a therapy session for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, like it, it is true, right? Yeah, because that that is that is true, right? And, and on this one, you can say no, but it it, it feels more like jiggling a lock and it not opening. It I, I don't know. It feels more like you like start like opening a window that's supposed to be closed, and the staff member comes in and says, "No, you're not allowed to do that." Yeah. Like that's outside the reality Ouch. of this game. Yeah, whereas like I, w- I want to have like in-world justifications mm. for why yeah, things don't right. work, rather than just having to say no. And like a lot of the justifications in this room, particularly, uh, some of them are a little flimsy. Like <laughs> the producer sent them to me as riddles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's out of my hands, therefore it's your problem. <laughs> they got bored doing the same companies over and over again for yeah, all exactly. of their podcasts. Now, was Jason saying, look, I just work Saturdays, a pre-planned response or just one that came up on the fly? Because I loved it. Just came up on the fly. <laughs> and and the, like in a... In the play, one of the playtests I did, the recorded one, Jason was much friendlier. I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I just mm. works out, uh, like, whatever. Um, but it pointed out, like, then why don't the players just walk all over him? And yeah, why don't so they like, Jason let us out? Yeah, so right for Jason now. to be surlier and, like, come on, we just need to get through this. It so really got- worked because it did make me immediately say, okay, cool. So he is not here as our NPC to ask for help when we need it. Yeah. Mm. So that was a great tone setter. It did make us betray him. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I he ended don't, up crying in the bathroom. Don't regret it. Nope, no feels. That's why I had to tone myself into Casey Cyberspace at the end, right? <laughs> if I'm playing a guy who's just an obvious butthead, and if I I'm, get to be a butthead. And without... if I'm a ghost, maybe Jason's the one who killed me. Yeah, we can't Jason say for sure. You. Look, you can only pretend. Jason's a murderer. You can only pretend to dance so much. <laughs> if you you can only pretend to be an uh, be a, you can only pretend to be mean so much. Caught I don't know. It's all there. Casey. Bloody Casey Cyberspace. I, I'm a great guy. It's all Casey. Um, oh, 
Uh, that's why I had to stop you from saying Casey. That's why I just made the decision and then you were like, oh, Casey's a loser. And I said, no, Casey's cool. Don't worry, Casey's great. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- in my head, I'd just taken on the persona of Casey. Gotcha. I know I was setting him up for a crime earlier by saying he <laughs> stole some stuff, but I figured that's just because he's cool. He wants to build his rep right, as a cool right. thief. <laughs> you know, Casey, you can pickpocket anything. <laughs> uh, I want some Casey fan art. I don't have any fan up, but you got to give me Casey now. I'm picturing like the like cover of a 90s book about the internet. Yeah, and it's exactly. someone like who's actually surfing. Yeah, exactly. He's inside his kid or whoever That's exactly. It is. My yeah. God. Casey, he's cool. He's Dippy Fresh, is who Casey is. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, was, that was really fun. And, and it really was. Like, I, I enjoyed this and I really enjoy playing. With you. Which oh, is great. thank you. Especially because. Uh, sorry, can I uh, just. You don't like playing with me? Well, no, just okay. some uh, editing work for you. Please just put in a sense of because I can't get through this without expressing once more exactly how much of a dip I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you like, you do great. And, and it's fun. And it's also nice for me because I am very much like keyed into how your puzzles work. Not always. If you hear, if you hear the playtest, not always. It's but, like being thrown a curveball. But it's nice for us to do that together to like, mm. that I'm not just. I don't like. Sometimes I worry with guests when we're playing together. Like I, I can sometimes feel like I have to pull myself back because I know the solutions from because like you know I just sort of have more keyed into the way you design these things. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like I need to. Whereas this I don't, except for that one moment. And I wrote and I wrote audible on a piece of paper for you, <laughs> uh, and I hid it away. But I thought that was a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, I, I understand <laughs> the temptation. It was. It was. But. Uh, other than that, yeah, it was really great. It was really great to, to play with you. So thanks yeah, cool. for giving us another opportunity to play a game together. My absolute pleasure. Um, now, for people who want to see more of what you do or what you're like, is, is there anything coming up that people can? Um, so generally people can follow me on Twitter at Fim Jishwick. It's like Jim Fishwick, but a spoonerism. Um, I usually say with the first letter switched, but I'm on an escape room podcast. I can <laughs> say with just, just Rot 13 is name. Um, <laughs> if you're in the UK, um, if you have access to BBC Two, there's a season of Only Connect uh, running at the moment when this comes out. Um, there's probably <gasps> finally back, back editions uh, uh, available on iPlayer, maybe. Um, uh, with question, some of the questions are by me. Um, see if you can guess which ones they are. It's a little extra. Uh, ARG for you on top of the regular season. (laughs) I'm so excited for that to come back. Um, And if you're in Melbourne, I'm regularly performing with a company called Impro Melbourne. Uh, You can find me uh, with them. Wonderful. Uh, And for us, it's always the same. Uh, I'll just say it again, though. I'll just say it again. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Escape This... No, at Esk This Pod. What are we on Twitter? We're Esk this podcast. Hi, I'm Bill. I can say the end of show trail perfectly (laughs) every time. So we're on... Oh, I've forgotten the name of the show. Yeah. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Esk this podcast. You can send us an email, escapethispod at gmail.com. That's what I did and now I'm here. Exactly. But we like getting emails. We like responding to emails. Uh, We like responding to tweets. Uh, We're we're pretty... pretty, It is nice. We are now getting to the point where every day... You get up and you've got a message somewhere mm. from people like throughout the day. Like it's great. It's nice being more popular rather than being like, oh, yeah. we got an email. And we, we tend, got one email this we month. We tend Ooh. not to miss them. Like sometimes we're a little bit slow to respond to emails, but that only because the emails are so like contentful and that I feel we, bad giving that we a do glib fall response. Behind in is some people have sent us games that they oh, don't yeah. want to run on the podcast and finding time to run those games ourselves is impossible. We've got three of them sitting now, which I keep saying oh, to everybody, oh, yeah, three? we're going to play it. I think so. Two or th- at least two. Um, 
maybe three, uh, that we just don't have time to sit and play with, with all this stuff that we're recording. So, I mean, maybe it'll just wait till Christmas when we when we have oh, a man. break. Uh, but uh, I'm, I apologise if I've told you that we're going to play your room this weekend and then it's five months later. But other than that, we're very good at responding I think to people. so. Um, Facebook this- keeps telling us that we've got a 90% response rate because it's doing that thing where someone says hi, you say hi, and then they like give you a thumbs up and that counts as you not responding. You respond to the thumbs up. You have to get the last word on Facebook, so you always seem like a loser. Uh, but uh, you can also support us on Patreon if you want. Which is great. Our Patreon is is, is is growing. Like the support that everyone's been giving us is it's it's, it's really lovely. Really lovely. Like like if you are donating, thank you. If you're not donating and just listening, also thank you. Like thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you're telling some friends. Hopefully you've gone up to everyone you know and just been like, Hey, you heard about this cool new show? It's so we're recording this a few weeks before it actually goes out. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to say congratulations on just breaking five hundred dollars <laughs> a have. month. I was we wondering whether it was too Cocky to try that. If that hasn't actually happened, then Shame listeners, this is your fault for making <laughs> me a liar. So um, you need to go and support them yes, right now. I appreciate it. Right now, you may be listening to this between episodes of uh, Solve This Murder. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, it's not uh, taken. We're using it. If you if you want to support us on Patreon, it, it's absolutely lovely. Anyone who does uh, has the opportunity to have their name appear in one of Danny's rooms. Um, also, uh, anyone at $5 or up gets bonus audio. You get the playtest. You'll be able to listen to this playtest, Jim's playtest, where you can hear some losers who are nowhere near as good as us try and get through a room. Uh, yeah, it was one of my best friends. Um, <laughs> oh, and loser. Her, her partner. Uh, uh, yeah, no, if you want to listen to more people, it's always great to see new versions of rooms you've done and you can see the differences. Oh, yeah, this will be a great one for me one. to yeah. listen to. There are huge differences. <laughs> That's always good. So uh, if you're a $5 donor, you get that, as well as other bonus episodes we've got up there. Our public domain murder mysteries are up there. Uh, there's trivia episodes and, and other things like that. It's really fun. Um, and you get badges if you're a $10 donor. Uh, we even have a $50 donor level where we can run rooms for you which is very good. We have a $50 donor again. It's lovely. Um, <laughs> so look, thank you for everyone who is supporting the show. Uh, we also, the other ways, if you can't donate to Patreon, that's perfectly fine. Even if you don't want to donate to Patreon, that's also perfectly fine. There's a reason it's free entertainment. It's not just like you're either destitute or a bad person. Like if you just don't want to donate, that's perfectly fine as well. Um, there's lots of stuff going on in everybody's lives. Uh, but uh, you can also support the show just by telling people, leaving a review on on whatever Apple podcast is now, Apple podcatching service, whatever, they keep changing, But uh, or, or anywhere else that you can leave a review. And that really helps. We do have more and more people telling us that they found us as a suggested podcast. The algorithm is throwing us at people now, which is great. Uh, but help it. Tell that algorithm to throw us at more people by leaving a review. Uh, so uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, Jim, again, for coming on and running thank that for so us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was great. Uh, thank you, Danny, for making me look smart. Mm. Uh, <laughs> It's all right. I've just got to own this one. I feel like my silence here is endorsing this. (laughs) Hear that? Danny, you did great. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. You definitely did very well. Uh, You just didn't do well at one section where I did well. And therefore, it's poisoned the whole experience for you. Um, And if you're a ghost, we support your right to get married. As long as you're local. (laughs) Terrible. Why? That's good. 